0: This episode of the Beautiful Feet Podcast is brought to you by The Sanctuary of My Solitude, a published book of poetry by me, Anthony Giesick. You can pick up your copy at BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com, at iUniverse.com, and Amazon.com. This is the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership with BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. I'm Anthony.
1: And I'm Jessica.
0: And this week, um, we're getting ready to start, what, our Advent calendar?
1: Yes, my favorite time of the year, the four weeks that are leading up to Christmas.
0: Yes. Yes. So what we decided to do is, so what do we? How are we gonna do this? We're gonna do every week, kind of talk about a different candle.
1: Exactly, right on the nose. You've got it, dude.
0: Okay, so real quick, could you explain Advent to people who may not understand or may not know what it is?
1: So there's something called the liturgical church and. I guess Catholicism is like the easiest example, but there are also Protestants who follow the liturgical calendar. And essentially what that means is every week of the year or of the church year has like a special designation and color. Now the most common color is green for ordinary time. And that's basically like a lot of the summer, so after Easter and all that fun spring celebrations, you have a lot of ordinary time. Now, Advent, because it's the four weeks that are leading up to Christmas, is purple. And Advent is my favorite, Favorite time of the whole year because I love December. I love it. Yes. <laughs> he confirms.
0: I've seen her just boast with joy every December.
1: So, this week's Advent focus is hope. We're going to be looking at hope, love, peace, and joy. So, hope is week one, and the candle for hope is purple. Because there's three purple candles, one pink candle, and then the Christ candle, which is usually white.
0: That makes sense for purity, right?
1: Uh, Sure. We'll learn more about that when we get there. (laughs) When we
0: get to that point, right? So, I know at your church, right? Like at your mom's church, uh, the church you grew up in, basically, like every week they would light that candle. Yeah. And they would read specific scriptures to kind of go with it. Do you remember what some of those scriptures would be um, that they would read for hope? No, you don't need to like recite them by memory, but do you remember what the verses would be?
1: Well, I know a lot of the Advent verses come from the book of Isaiah. Because again, we're going to be focusing on the the birth of Christ. And Isaiah has a lot of those what we would think prophecies.
0: of as, like, yeah, profit. Yeah. So we would have to like, maybe what we could do is, is, before we publish this, go ahead and like find some of those verses and add them to, to the description.
1: My favorite phrase, you'll see them in the link below.
0: Yes. So what what, what else could you tell us about the first week of Advent and hope?
1: Well, initially speaking, like the celebration of Advent was really more like in the 4th and 5th centuries, it really was for new Christians and like a celebration of their baptism. Mhm. But now for like modern Christianity today, the focus really has shifted on to the anticipation more of, yes, we're gonna celebrate Jesus's birth, but I feel like the modern church also has that anticipation of Jesus's second coming.
0: Yeah, so so it's kind of a dual uh, celebration of yes, we're celebrating that he came to earth, um, and here's how we're kind of counting it down. But we're also looking forward to the day that Jesus will come back.
1: Exactly. So for modern Christians, there is like the duality of it.
0: Mm. I like that. I like that reminder of the past, but also the looking forward to the future.
1: Well, And then again, like December for the secular world, so the world outside the church, is a very busy month. Um, Right now, the job that I'm at is close to the mall that's by where we live. And that parking lot is packed day in and like all through the night it feels like.
0: Yeah.
1: But Advent, for the world of the church, like for Christians, calls us to Quiet reflection.
0: Quiet reflection regarding what?
1: So, honestly, like, they have, like, most people in the secular world are familiar with an advent calendar that might have little toys or chocolates or things to entertain the children or children at heart in your life. But there's also Advent devotionals Mm -hmm. where they go through the symbolism of common, what we would think of as Christmas items. Like the wreath on your door or the ornaments on your tree or your Christmas tree itself. And just looking at for Christians the significance of those items. Yeah. Like the reason that Evergreen is used is to show continuous life.
0: Nice.
1: Fun fact of the day.
0: There you go. So, not only are we talking about Advent, right, and why uh, that's important within the church, but you had a few other things you want to talk about, too.
1: Yes. Okay. So, this past Sunday was the first Sunday in Advent, but it was also for our Jewish friends and listeners the beginning of the Hanukkah celebration.
0: Yeah. And and, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about Hanukkah. Um, like, I know little bits and pieces, but I don't know a lot. I know you know a little more than I do, because these are all things that you research, you know, kind of in your free time.
1: Exactly. So, for me, I feel like Hanukkah is important, because the Judeo-Christian world, like, Judaism and Christianity have been linked since their very beginning because of the heritage that Jesus had growing up in a Jewish community. Yeah. And I believe the Festival of Lights, or Hanukkah, predates Jesus. I feel like it's before his birth. But I never can remember. So, Hanukkah... I feel like we have to go to the connection that the Jewish people have to their temple first so that the significance of Hanukkah makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so, like, here's Judaism and Hanukkah in a Reader's Digest version. Which is hard for me because I love elaborating on things but I will try and make this as easy as possible to understand. So in the Jewish tradition of creation, the first thing that God made was light. And when the people of Israel were coming out of Egypt, God was there with them and he sort of manifested his presence as a pillar of fire. Mm And the people wanted a place for God to be able to dwell with them. So he instructed them to build what is called the tabernacle, which essentially was a traveling place where God would dwell. And a part of what was inside the tabernacle was a candelabra or a light stand known as a menorah. So every day the Levites or the priests One of their special jobs was to keep the menorah lit using oil lamps. Because remember, this is very much predating electricity. So if you wanted light somewhere, someone had to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And the first temple was built by Solomon, who was the son of King David. And the menorah was there. And then that temple basically got destroyed. So they had to build a new second temple. And... All around the Jewish people like we've talked on the podcast about the fact that there were polytheistic and pantheistic people groups the Greeks being one of them so the spreading of Greek culture was called Hellenism and for about three years the Maccabeans were trying to revolt against the Greeks who had taken over the temple they were able to fight and get it back but kind of during that siege period again going back to the oil in Jewish tradition especially with things to do regarding the temple because remember that's where God dwells among and with his people everything had to be purified so it's not like you could just go pick up some oil and it would be good during the time of this revolt they only had enough oil left to last them for one day to keep this menorah lit, but miraculously the menorah like the oil was able to last them for eight days and that's the miracle of the festival of lights.
0: Well, that's good. Oh, and I know that like that what they they so you light the menorah like one candle each day, right?
1: Um, it's actually one candle each night. In Whoa. the the menorah in the temple is lit during the day. Yeah. But at Hanukkah the candles are lit after sundown. Yeah. So that's one difference. But yes, one candle each day.
0: So one candle each day and then you like you'd have different gifts that correspond with like each day or each candle. Um Well like they would get a gift from like on each day.
1: Yes. So Christmas is just like, here's all your gifts all at one time, and for Hanukkah, you get eight nights of gifts. But again, I'm not really clear on how Hanukkah presents are given, so... Yeah.
0: But I just know that, like, there's a gift with each day of Hanukkah. And I heard, I don't know how true this is, but, like, I heard that, like, there's certain gifts that you would get for each day. But again, I don't know how true that is. If any of you guys know, let us know. That would be awesome to kind of figure out. Um, but there was a few other things you want to talk about. So we've talked about Advent. We've talked about Hanukkah. I know there was one or two other things on your list because this is really a Jessica-centered episode. Um, what were some of those other things?
1: So December th- National day of disabilities
0: whoop whoop I didn't even know this was a thing so if you could really elaborate on this one because I had no idea
1: so I'm very into like oh what's the theme for the month oh this day is this whether it's like different things for awareness or like pancake day I love seeing the significance of different days through different calendars. Now, the Day of Disabilities is an international thing. So the United Nations actually declared it, which means that you have people from all over the world who are celebrating disability awareness.
0: Well, and and here's what i like about it like with the absolute little that i know it's great because it kind of it it allows those who are normally excluded from everyday things hopefully to feel included you know what i mean like you said it it was you know um it's celebrated all over the world or it should be but, it, you know, I, like I said, I've never heard about it until you brought it up. So I think it needs to be like, I'll, you know, let, let's make a bigger deal about it. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I'm really big on Instagram. I love Instagram. And that was one of the things that December 3rd, you started seeing this hashtag, like, International Day of Disabilities. Did see that. And there are a lot of individuals that have disabilities. I think in some places it's as high as 15% of their population. So that's almost one in five. Yeah. But I think it's important to note that when we talk about disabilities, it's not just perhaps a placard for a parking space or someone that has to use a wheelchair or other mobility aid. There are also disabilities that are what are called individual disabilities as well.
0: And what do you mean by that?
1: So again, this segues us into like the last topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, So one individual disability that I feel like is gaining more attention is the autism spectrum and this past what was it Thursday yes Anthony and I were able to attend a special event called sensitive Santa now sensitive Santa is a special needs sensory inclusive experience for children and adults who have special needs to be able to go and visit Santa because a lot of the time when you were thinking about taking a child or person that is autistic to visit Santa maybe at the mall that can have a lot of sensory things like bright lights and there's waiting in line and there's just like the sights and sounds and sense of here's major retailers at a major time of year with the sensory Santa event this year everything was outdoors and everything was spread out so there was a variety of different activities and games and of course cookies and cocoa for the kids and adults before being able to get in line to see Santa
0: yeah well and this was really our first time experiencing an event like this and it was really cool the way they put it together. Um, and the fact that, like like I told you earlier, even I was allowed to participate. It wasn't like a, this is only for the kids. Like anyone could participate. It was really cool.
1: Well, and again, from our church, like there was a lot of people on staff who were there. But there was also a lot of people from the congregation who had volunteered their time and efforts to be able... To make this event happen. So we're very thankful. That we were able to participate in that.
0: Yeah. Um, so before we kind of move on. Was there anything else. That we wanted to talk about or discuss?
1: Um, I think it's just. Important to note. That. During this. Winter time. There are a lot of different festivals. It's not just Christmas. Or Hanukkah. Or Kwanzaa. Which we will get to. I believe after Christmas is when that starts. But we'll research that more. Um, there are just a variety of different winter traditions. And for me, like the most important part of that is the fact that, okay, yes, in winter the days get darker. Like this is a scientific thing. You have the winter solstice on December 21st, which is literally the shortest day of the year. And these winter holidays, one thing that is intrinsically linked with them is this coming and bringing a light into the darkness. Yeah. So that really is the message of Christianity in a nutshell, is the light and hope of Jesus Christ in a dark world
0: absolutely um and that's that was such that was actually really well put together and really well stated because that is the hope of you know of our faith and and that is what we are called to do is to be like hey we're in a dark situation we're gonna bring hope to that situation by the way we act the way we treat people um and the way we care for people first and foremost like so Anything else you want to add to the episode before we go ahead and close it out?
1: Well, honestly, I just want to thank our listeners for listening. I know during this season and time in our lives, we've just had a lot going on in our personal lives and we haven't been posting as consistently as we would like to. Yeah. So, for those of you who still keep turn keep tuning in rather not turning in, you're tuning into the Beautiful Feet Entertainment podcast. We thank you so much. And, um, we're thinking about going through a name change from Beautiful Feet Entertainment to Beautiful Feet Ministries, but I'm mm-hmm. sure Anthony will keep you updated.
0: Yes. And the,
1: more information Because And the one thing available. we,
0: and the one thing we forgot to mention, and this is big news, this is our hundredth episode. Like, I completely, like, remember, because we sat down and we like, hey, we're getting ready to hit our hundredth episode. We are now recording our 100th episode. how, How do you think about that?
1: So, I feel like that's really special. Yeah. I mean, 100 episodes, that's a lot of weeks of people who've listened in. And I'm just curious to see, are there listeners who've literally been listening to us since the very first episode? Yeah. If so, please leave a link in the comments. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. We, and we're so thankful, you know, for the 100th episode. And, and the simple fact is like, hey, guys, look, we don't have the biggest audience. We don't have, like, the best studio or the best sound. But the fact that we can, you know, the fact that we can put together 100 episodes for you guys. And we see that people are listening. We see that people are actually... Involved in in the episode, that means a lot to us. You know what I mean. So we want to thank you guys. Um, We're gonna go ahead and uh, any more before we close it out.
1: Um, I just wanted to see if you wanted to give an update for your wrestling with faith audience base.
0: Yeah. So I really took a hiatus on that uh, on that project simply because of time and and you know and, and scheduling. So I am going to be sitting down in the next week or so just coming up with a schedule of topics to talk about. Um so we could try to get that you know what I'm going to shoot for like January. I'm going to shoot for a complete reboot about January. Um I'll write down some topics, write do some research and we're going to just you know come up with some really good episodes. So um You know that's been a kind of stop and go project but we're going to keep trying to get it moving Um, but let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and pray and then we'll end the episode here it is a shorter episode but we want to thank you guys so much for listening please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beautiful Feet Entertainment and at BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com but I'll go ahead and pray and we'll kind of go out from there Father God we thank you um for this, for this study that we got to do over Advent, over Hanukkah, and just talking about the different things um, that's going on in December. We just pray, God, that you would bless uh, not only our weeks, but our, the weeks of everybody who's listening, who's here with us. We just ask that you would just bless them, be with us as well, and just help the podcast to grow so we could reach more people. Uh, help us have a great week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week. Thank you guys so much for 100 episodes. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership of BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com Please feel free to follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment. Please visit BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com And do not forget to like, share, and subscribe.
1: Inspired by hip-hop and the faith culture, The Sanctuary in My Solitude, The Thoughts, Feelings, and Life Lessons of an Imperfect Christian by Anthony Kisik is beautifulfeetentertainment.com's work in print. It is a book of poetry, and it's available through iUniverse.com, Amazon.com, beautifulfeetentertainment.com, and the links are also available in our social media and podcasts. So please consider The Sanctuary of My Solitude if you're looking for a next great read. Thank you so much.